On the 3rd of October, a 14-year-old armed with a handgun opened fire in a popular mall in Bangkok, Thailand, killing two people and injuring five others. The incident prompted our Global Threat Monitoring Centre to issue a special advisory, one of international SOS's highest level of alerts, in order to warn clients of the threat, as well as trigger auto-crisis communications, a feature that supports accountability checks for security managers. Hello and welcome to this Global Situation podcast from International SOS, the leading health and security risk services company. I'm Chris Giles. Well, joining me for this episode is Barney Gumpier, one of the Global Threat Monitoring Centre's lead security analysts. Well, she'll take us through the process of how this critical incident was detected, analysed and ultimately communicated to clients in a matter of minutes. We'll also be speaking to Sarawat Tamjan, International SOS's security manager in Bangkok, who was instrumental in verifying information relating to the shooting and informing the intelligence produced by the Global Threat Monitoring Centre. Sabani, if I could start with you, and can you tell me more about how alerts like this are produced by the Global Threat Monitoring Centre? Take me through the process. Just how does the team first become aware of something like this? Thank you, Chris. So... There are several ways our team could be made aware of a situation like this. In this particular case, the team detected chatter on social media intelligence platforms that then led them to investigate further and ultimately issue a special advisory. What I would like to highlight here is that the process of producing intelligence actually begins a lot earlier. And that detection of incidents of this type is actually rooted in the direction and guidance provided by our local teams that specialize in Southeast Asia in this particular instance. So those teams provide the Global Threat Monitoring Center with direction that details the primary threats present in Thailand, the key sources we should be leveraging to monitor those threats. Our experts in Asia have long highlighted gun violence as a key concern in Thailand. They even published an insight report on that topic just a few years ago. So can you take me through the process then? The analysts see the chatter on social media of a a shooting or an incident like that at the mall. And then what happens next? So then the analysts use their tools and training to research for more information They conducted targeted searches on social media platforms. And often in an incident like this, when our team first detects the incident, reliable authorities and credible news media channels have not yet reported information in a lot of cases. So our teams will analyze what is available on social media. The team will then search for trends among the posts looking for incidents where maybe multiple users have made the same claim. We do need to be careful, though, because misinformation is so widespread on social media, but trends and patterns in a representative number of posts can help inform our opinion on what is transpiring. The next step would be for the team to examine images. In this case, many witnesses shared photos and videos of people running for shelter within and outside the mall. But we can't take all of these at face value because, like I said, misinformation is prevalent. Our teams will examine the videos or pictures and try to corroborate them by using geolocation methods, 
comparing the media to satellite imagery or other publicly available imagery. The idea being to ascertain if the claim made in the post is actually credible. The post that shows people running from a mall and claims that it took place at the Siam Paragon Mall. So we ask ourselves questions like, does that align with publicly available imagery of that particular mall? Or more specifically, of that mall on that day? Or is it instead footage from another, maybe similar incident in the past, as is very often the case? So then your team are going to be reviewing all these posts on social media and finding trends and patterns and examining the imagery and actually get a pretty good understanding of what may be transpiring before perhaps some of the authorities or even news media have even weighed in. Yes, that's right, Chris. And that was also the case here, although it is not necessarily the case in all instances. In this particular incident, some local news outlets, as well as other credible security intelligence channels, suggested at the time that there were no known injuries. Due to the nature of the incident and as part of our processes, we escalated to our local team for guidance. We engaged with our colleague, Sarah Wood, who is our security manager based in Bangkok, who was then able to provide specific support. Okay, thanks, Barney. So, Sarah Watt, can you take us through your involvement in the incident? What was it like to have this escalated to you in Bangkok? Thanks, Chris. So, I am the International SOS Security Manager based in Bangkok. And uh, prior joining to the organization, I used to serve for the Royal Thai Armed Forces headquarters as an intelligence officer before. And currently, I am providing the additional security intelligence and assistance to uh, support our clients in Asia and also supporting my colleagues in the global team wherever I can. And you know, regarding to the incident on the 3rd of October, the Global Threat Monitoring Center also escalated this incident to me. And I immediately began to support the investigation by researching the incident to uh, social media in Thai. And I was able to see side that suggested this incident was actually quite serious. And I then also reached out to some contacts of mine who were real places to provide insight into the situation. And I was able to, to confirm that it was unfortunately that it, this was indeed a mass exit shooting and also communicating that to the Global Threat Monitoring Center to, to publish the securities uh, special advisory alert. And how critical would you say your role was in issuing this special advisory? You know, it, it turns out it was quite important. And at the time I, I was investigating the situation and, you know, we were also able to, to publish our alert. So some local news media also indicating that there were no known injuries but my contact were able to confirm that, unfortunately, uh, there were multiple people have been reporting injured. And can you tell me about other actions that were taken locally? So in terms of the action that uh, I was taking locally with my uh, team, uh, I was also engaging with the security assistant team to put client exposure to get a better understanding of which of our clients might be impacted to by the incident that took place in the vicinities of the shooting venues. 
And we also escalated to the uh, local medical team to ensure that they were prepared to support if we have any clients who were injured during the time that incident took place. But lastly, we also helped by creating an orientation map that you know we were also included in our updated alert to make sure that clients are aware of the ongoing security operation in the area. And did we receive requests for support from our clients? We actually did receive quite a number of requests from our clients in terms of the information. So both in the immediate aftermath of the incident as well as more recently. So a number of clients also have asked if they can continue the journey to Bangkok. Well, let's talk about that question then. And in the light of this incident, has your assessment for the security environment in Bangkok changed at all? So in terms of the assessment, our assessment is that travel to Bangkok can continue. But people also should be aware that, you know, Thailand has quite high numbers of the gun ownership and also the gun violence than other countries in the Southeast Asia region. But that does not mean that they need to change their travel plans. But most of the gun violence was more related to the individual and also the person dispute. And the people in Thailand, they also should exercise standard precautions, including avoid those trouble hotspots and also keep the valuable items concealed. But if you are assaulted by a criminal, so you should assume that they are armed and do nothing to escalate the situation because things might get worse and you should immediately inform the police and your support network afterward, including the international SOS. Okay, thanks, Sarah Watt. So returning to you, Barney, to sum it all up then, your team detects this incident, analyzes it, escalates it to local colleagues with access to local law enforcement, and then publishes an accurate report to our clients. Can you tell me how long did this process take in total? This whole process was completed in a matter of minutes. Our alert was issued to clients as police were evacuating people from the mall and almost half an hour approximately before the suspect was arrested. In this case, we were really well placed to confirm accurate information very quickly, leveraging our global infrastructure and access And that is the case with a lot of threat to life and real-time alerts of this sort. But I would highlight that that's not always the case with every single report. In other instances, we engage with our provider network and other trusted contacts and use our analytical skills uh, that I referenced earlier to get a good read on an incident and convey its impact to clients. Um, And it's also important to contextualize situations because some countries have very, very difficult information environments, so it can take um, a little bit longer than usual to verify the information. Okay, Barney, Sarawat, thank you very much for taking us through everything and helping us to understand more about the work of our Global Threat Monitoring Centre. You're most welcome, Chris. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Well, that's all for now, but you'll be able to access all the latest information and updates for Bangkok from our website at internationalsos.com. And from there, you can find out about our global network of assistance centres, available to clients 24-7. But until next time, thank you very much for listening, and goodbye.